0: This episode was recorded live on Facebook, so you may hear references to our viewers and other Facebook social media lingo. Sometimes waiting sucks. In this episode, we explore the frustration that comes when there seems to be delay at any stage of life. It's something that we all deal with at one point or another, and for many of us, it's the cause of much angst. Being able to address all of the feelings with the right lens of perspective makes all the difference in the world. We're still doing our best to navigate the most productive way, and hearing from others in this episode helps. So enjoy this episode already in progress. We know boundaries are always a tough thing to talk about, but we actually had um, a a real-life situation that came up, and so we wanted to use it as our question of the day. Mm -hmm. So our question is, um, do you think it's okay for aging parents to keep their health concerns a secret? Or should they share it? After all, they'll expect family to care for them in case of an emergency.
1: Man, that was a huge question and a huge conversation. Um, I think partly because we are kind of going through some of these similar things. Um, so my stance was, I feel like it's, it's courtesy to, to share, like if there's things going on with you medically, if there's things going on with you uh, that can alter not just your life, but the lives of those that love you, the lives of those that care about you, then I think obligation is a huge word, but I do think it would be very, very helpful. Um, I would say I, I would feel obligated. Um, And I would think that they would be obligated to share that or at least for us to have the conversation. Um, Ultimately, people are grown. They can do what they want to do. They can decide not to share, decide to do whatever. But I think that as family, um, especially with those that love you, those that are preparing to care for you, I think you should share.
0: For those of you guys who are just coming in, thanks for joining us We are talking about our question of the day, and our question of the day is, do you think it's okay for aging parents to keep their health concerns a secret, or should they share it? Since after all, they'll expect family to care for them in case of an emergency. Uh, Let us know what you guys think. If you feel like it's okay for them to keep things a secret, go ahead and hit that like button. If you think they should share it, hit the wow button and let us know. Um We actually went to Instagram earlier this week and posted this on a poll. And very interestingly enough, 80% of you all of the people who follow us on Instagram at Life with the land, uh, they said that they felt like you should share, that our parents should share. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of wows. We got wows, yes. we got wows. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there were people who said that they should not share. Um, And I know that, you know, with with what Jonathan and I have gone through here recently with the loss of loved ones and stuff like that, it's easy to feel like um, super possessive of our parents and super possessive of even our siblings, I think to a greater degree um, after we've lost somebody. And so there is that sense like, um, where are you guys going? What's happening? Did you, Mm -hmm. what did the doctor say? What are they saying? And so I think that that place comes from a place of concern, but overall, it really, I think it's that person's decision whether they want to share it or not, even though (laughs) if something happens, you know, uh, as kids, as the children, we have to step in and and do something. So, hey, Camila, hi.
1: (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so my, you know, my concern is not just whether they're going to die or, or anything like that, but I, of, I often think that we have um, not just not just in my family, whatever. But I've seen so many different families that their family members had medical conditions. They had different things that, for whatever reason, they didn't share. Um, whether they were afraid, or they didn't want to be a burden on someone, or what have you. And they were when they first got the news, they were in a place where they could fix it. You know what I mean? They were in a place where if they, if their family knew, if their friends knew, they could rally around them and help them get healthier. But I saw them, I've seen people where they were afraid to share or they don't want anyone in their business or, you know, maybe it's cancer, maybe it's something else. And they're overwhelmed by the diagnosis, not knowing that it's not a death sentence. Right. And so but because they didn't share because they weren't um, disclosing anything, they they didn't do anything. They didn't make any changes. And then all of a sudden they go back to the doctor. And now it's stage four. Now they got a couple of months to live and all of that kind of stuff. And nobody knows. So there's added pressure there's added frustration. There's added all kinds of things when, if you would have just shared some things, we may have been able to rally around one another and, and bring you to a place of health, so that you didn't have to go see Jesus earlier.
0: So for those of you guys who are just joining in, thanks for co- coming in. What's up, Ozzie? Um, I'm just going to fill you guys in. We are talking about our question of the day. Our question of the day is this. Do you think it's okay for aging parents to keep their health concerns a secret or should they share it since after all, they'll expect family to care for them in case of an emergency? Mm -hmm. If you feel like the parents need to share. Hold on. Let me make sure I don't get that mixed up. If you think it's okay for them to keep their information a secret, hit the like button. If you think that they should absolutely share, hit the wow button and let us know. Okay?
1: And this is if you're watching live. So if you think they should keep the information to themselves or they should, you know, they should keep the information to themselves, hit the like button. If you think that they should share it, hit the wow button. But if you're watching this as a replay or a rebroadcast, do the same. Join in with us as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what I'm I'm looking at the screen here. Um, <laughs> hey, Ozzy. <laughs> Ozzy, Ozzy's like they should share. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I think we all want to know what's going on, but you know, I feel like, and this is something that we're walking through right now. I feel like our that shift in the parental relationship is a real thing, you guys, mm-hmm. and our parents like. When my when my mom passed away, I think uh it's been a, a little bit over a year now. But when my mom passed away, I got super like clingy to my dad, and I wanted to know every single thing. When that really hadn't been the the uh, culture of our relationship prior to, and so I really had to like go through a season of readjusting because it was out of care and concern that I got that way, and I felt That's like right. I needed to to um kind of. Stand in a space where uh, there was a gap left by my mom. And uh, my dad was really gracious to me during that time. And he just kept on reassuring me that um, things were okay and that he would let me know um, if there was anything serious that I needed to know. But he opted to maintain a level of disclosure, uh, excuse me, he opted to maintain a level of privacy. And I had to ultimately respect that. So uh, not that, you know, I hope he's not walking around with anything crazy, (laughs) but, you know, Like, I had to honor the fact that it's his prerogative.
1: It is. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Especially as... um... Hey, Shawnee. Hey, Shawnee. Hey, Chris. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. I think, like Ozzy said, he said, my folks are old school. It's crazy. Like, I feel you, man. Like, my parents are the same way. And my grandparents, and, and they come from that culture where you just don't share anything. You don't show emotion. You don't do all those things. And as black people, black and brown people, we tend, like, there's a lot of sickness and stuff that is higher in our communities. And part of that, I think, is because we're not talking, we're not sharing, we're not having those conversations. We're not talking about um, how to be healthier and how to eat better or creating creating a, a community where we're all eating together healthier. And so I remember when my dad... Um, he had a uh, had to have a triple bypass, and like I found out that he had certain things, like for over twenty years they they never shared with us, and I'm like, what in the world? But my mom was shopping for him, and this lady said to her in the in the store, she said, listen, everybody's gonna have to go on this diet. If you really want them to come to a place of health, everyone's gotta come to the you know be on the same page, but. It's, it's a challenge, especially when we talk about what we eat and how we eat and what we like. And we want that prime rib. We want that mac and cheese. Lord Jesus, we want the smothered chicken. We want some churros. We want some... What else we want? Okay, you guys get the picture. So, yeah. So, so all of these things. And if we could just have a conversation, and come up with a plan, I think that people would not just live longer, but they would live longer with a better quality of life. Because we got folks living long, but they living long in a hospital bed.
0: Then there's that.
1: Yes. They're living long with a, a live-in nurse. They're living long with a col- colostomy bag.
0: Okay. We get you get that. the picture.
1: So I'm just saying, let's have a conversation before we get to that part. <laughs> Yeah. if you agree with me if you feel your boy hit the wow button
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay we get it we feel like people should share definitely um I just think that it's challenging to it's challenging to embark on that type of change in culture if you have not been moving in that direction um in the past like people are not just gonna start being completely different people just because now all of a sudden they get Mm -hmm. diabetes or now all of a sudden they have high blood pressure or something like that. So, uh, it's, it, I, you know,
1: yeah, they may not change, but we're saying they probably should. Yes. And so I guess that's the thing. Ozzy makes a good point here. He says, parents should not feel like they are a burden. I agree with that. It becomes the grown child's turn to take care of our aging parents. And I agree with that. I was listening to a pastor yesterday and he said that one of the things that his parents instilled instilled in him, he said, when it comes to family, it's not charity.
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: It's it's just what we do, it's what we're supposed to do. And so so yeah, but I'm just saying you're not a burden, but make it a little bit easier. Let's let's talk <laughs> a little bit.
0: Help! Are you letting me- <laughs> Okay you guys Thanks for weighing in on that question of the day. Uh, if you guys have a question of the day that you want us to tackle, you can email us at lifewiththelands for those. Oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um. Okay. We're getting down into the juicy bits today. Waiting. Our oh. topic today is, a, is dealing with the frustration of delay and navigating the Wait. We have a lot, a lot of experience when it comes to waiting. I'd say. You yeah. Agree.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I feel like life is like hurry up and wait.
0: Yeah, I would. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I feel like I, I am most frustrated about waiting when I feel like I'm ready. Right. Um. Or when I feel like I'm behind schedule. Um, I think delay is probably got to be one of the most frustrating things that I've experienced. And, um, when I look back at my life, I feel like I have experienced a sense of delay in many, many stages of my life. How about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, I thought like when I was in college, Like I had this idea that I was going to be like, I was going to breeze through college.
0: Ozzy was was there.
1: Ozzy was there. (laughs) Um, I was going to breeze through college. I was going to be married super early, like at 21, 22, I was going to be pastoring at like 22, 23. I was going to have this huge church and going to be doing all kinds of wonderful (laughs) things and, and whatnot. And then I'm like, you know, if, if it was up to my timeline, I would be like 20 plus years late, you know? But I look back over those things and and on one hand, I'm thankful. I'm like, man, I really wasn't. There were some things that I wasn't ready for Mm -hmm. um, at that time or what have you. And I also think that, you know, a lot of times we just have this posture, you know, of I should be further along. And the question is, Who determines that? Why do you feel that way? You know, why? Like, you may just be right where God wants you in the position that He wants you in, doing the thing that you were doing, all that kind of stuff. And so, when I look back over my life, I see how each place, I see the process of my life, of how I've learned so many things. Um, I've learned what not to do, I've learned what to do. There's lessons that I had to walk through that. Once I came through it, I was like, I ain't never doing that again. You know what I mean? So, so we have to we have to determine like, is this delay a, a true delay? Like, if, is it a God delay, or are we delaying our time?
0: I would have to agree with you. I feel like I, I. F- Fight to not be in that headspace of feeling like I am behind the eight ball in life. I don't know about you guys. If you guys are watching this and you struggle with feeling like you are behind, um, hit the heart button and let us know that that's where you guys are at. <laughs> um, I Can think we hit it? every right. I think every time we. Um, pick a topic of discussion I get super self-conscious about that thing in me last week when we talked about boundaries I was like dang I need boundaries yo Mm -hmm. and this week I'm like okay thank you shout out to all those hearts (laughs) I see but and this week I'm like I I feel like for a very long time I have felt like I'm 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 behind Mm -hmm. and I I felt like that was just a part of my personality because I'm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can be super ambitious, and in my in the church culture that I came up with came up in, I was taught that ambition was bad. Mm-hmm. So I always felt very guilty for feeling like I gotta go get it. I gotta go after it. I gotta mm-hmm. go after it, and feeling mm-hmm. like I was I was always behind. So I don't know that I've learned to find a healthy perspective um, about. You know exactly where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the Lord has been kind of like um, coaching me on being able to rest in the season that I'm in. There was something I wrote down that I wanted to share with you guys tonight because uh, I was just thinking back and kind of preparing for the show tonight. And I'm I remember being in one of those frustrating year um, in in one of those frustrating seasons years ago, and the Lord was encouraging me, and He kept on telling me that the value is in the process. Like the value of our life is in the process. Um, and he was challenging me because he was like, you want to put all of the value in the destination. You want to put all of the value in the arrival of the place called there, whatever that there is for us or whatever that there is for you. We want to put all of the value in getting, uh, married or graduating or getting that job or something like we've, we, we we have Backload all of the value of our experiences into that place. But God was like, the value, Candice, is really in the journey to get there. And Mm -hmm. I, that was an eye-opener for me. And um, I was kind of writing my notes out. And I was like, so oftentimes we want to be finished. We want to be in our promise. We want to arrive at the place called there. But the only real finish line in life is death. Like, (laughs) the only real finish line in life is death. Like everything else we're still processing everything else. There's still a place for, um, an opportunity for improvement. Um, every other milestone is just another destination along the way.
1: That's good. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I think the older you get, you realize that life really is a journey. Yeah. And, And as a, you know, when you're younger, you kind of think like, man, success is a destination. It's an event. It's, but like, once you hit that milestone of success, there's always something else to conquer. There's always something else to do. Right. And, and similar to you, the Lord spoke to me like again in college, because I was feeling like, man, like this isn't happening fast enough what have you, but God said this to me and, and it really changed my life. I still had to learn some other things, but he said, the process in which you're going through will serve as protection for you in your future. Hmm. And so a lot of times we want to, um, bypass the process and just get to the mountaintop or get to the, the milestone or what have you. But, it's going through, it's, it's, it's letting patience have its perfect work. It's, it's working through some things, working your character out, learning some things, going through tough times or what have you that really uh, prepares you and protects you for when it is time for you to really be released in the thing that you are destined to do. Because it's not going to get easier. Right? right but it's going you're going to hit hardships you're going to hit roadblocks you're going to hit all kinds of things which we have you know and so i know for me i would always you know i consider myself a visionary or what have you but i would always live in the next season right right so i would always be dreaming about the next like i didn't want to deal with the stuff that i was dealing with in the present i was just like man Like, I can't wait to get there. I can't wait till I can afford this. I can't wait till I travel. I can't wait. And I'm missing all of these moments in the season that I'm in because I'm living in another season. Absolutely. Right? And that becomes so frustrating because once you get to the next season, you've already lived there in your mind so long that now you're on to the next. Right?
0: I want to... Okay. Two seconds. I want to interrupt you. If you're just joining us... Come on in and hit the share button because somebody that you know, I'm sure needs to hear this. I want to say this, what you were talking about, about living in the next season, because it could feel like, oh, you're just dreaming about the next place and all of this stuff. But I can't tell you how many times I have found myself in a new season looking back and be like, dang, why didn't I spend the time that I needed to develop that thing? Because now I need it. And now I'm trying to learn on the job. Now I'm trying to learn under pressure. Now I'm trying to right. develop this soft spot in my character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With the heightened sense of pressure, right. because I could have, I could have spent time right. developing it. I could have spent time developing consistency right. when there wasn't a demand on me. I could have spent time developing um, even my quality control, my attention to detail, mm-hmm. all of those things when there weren't eyes. All on me, but now because I didn't do it then, I have to do it in this season, mm-hmm. and I I feel like it comes with the it, it's a it's a bumpier road yeah. in the next even season if even you mishandled the previous
1: one right even like relationships and friendships and developing those things because sometimes like you know when if we look at the Bible with the children of Israel when they were coming out of Egypt and they're going to their promised land. Every place that they stopped was a temporary place, but they felt like it was permanent, right? And so they complained, they all of this kind of stuff, and so and they really did not embrace to the point where they could hold on to the miracles of God and, and, and the things that were happening to them. And you know, living that way, I look back over my life and like there's a couple of highlights, but like a lot of those things are a blur. You know, and so when we moved to we ended up moving to California and that was the first time since a kid where I was present in the season and tough things happen, like rough things happen. But I got to experience all of it and I was able to also extract everything that I learned from that thing that is now benefiting us now. Mm -hmm. You know, and so again, like there's seasons where like you may meet someone or what have you. And if you just think, well, I'm not going to be here long, you'll just dismiss it. Like, I don't need you. I'm headed somewhere. Mm -hmm. But you never know how that person or that job or that career or that skill set or whatever is going to show up in your future. And you're going to need to be able to call on it. And so you better spend time learning in the season that you're in and enjoy it, you know, and deal with the rough stuff as well.
0: I'm going to kind of tag on to what you're saying, because for tag, us, sister. for us, we're talking about a sense of preparation in one season for the next. But I know that a lot of the people that watch us and a lot of people that we're friends with are still waiting for husbands. They're still waiting for wives. Mm-hmm. They're still waiting for God to bless them with their, their, um, their, their soulmate. And, um, I think that this, this principle also applies there, there. I can't tell you how many people we talk to and how many people we counsel who want to be married so bad that they don't, they do not give the proper attention to getting to know somebody, (laughs) getting to know somebody and really building a genuine relationship with that person Mm -hmm. that's based on something more than just, I feel like the Lord said, um,
1: or they don't get to know themselves.
0: This is also and true. And so
1: so when you're rushing to another season, sometimes sometimes you'll feel like you're in a season and like man, I'm by myself and I'm lonely and uh, all of these things, but sometimes it's a season for you to begin to think about like what do I like? Or you're in a season where God is developing you, He's developing your skill set. So you're at this level, but God is wanting to take you to this level. But because you're here, you're trying to choose from this inadequate pool. That's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so you're 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 trying to create a relationship, but you're not fully developed yet. That's true. So you're developing a relationship where you don't have all your variables, you don't have all your strengths yet, All you don't even know what you quite like yet. And God's saying, just chill out. Let me develop you. I'm taking you to a place where now the pool to choose from is going to be much greater and uh, you are going to be more confident to know what you want, what you like. It's nothing worse than hooking up with someone and then you go through a season of growth and you're looking at them side-eyed. Bro. And you like, bro. you don't want nothing in life. You don't want, but you all started at the same place,
0: bro. Right. Listen, but God
1: is trying to elevate you and grow you and add to you. Right. And now you're like trying to make it work with someone that's refusing to grow.
0: Well, I and, 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 to, or, be, and to be fair, they're probably just growing at a different level. They may
1: be growing at, you know,
0: you know, we ain't got to be a hater. I'm not hating, but not. I'm just
1: saying they just may not be the one for you right. because your growth process is taking you in a whole nother direction right. and they want to stay where they are. They're right. quite content where they are. Right. And and that's not to, I'm not throwing shade or anything, but you have to know, like, allow God to do what he wants to do in you so that when it is time for you to connect, you're connecting with someone that is also, that can also grow with you.
0: Right. I think, Camila, I see your, your comment here, and I think you're, you're, you are you're said the exact same thing that we're saying. It doesn't help when other people are also weighing in. They're giving their opinions about what you should be doing and all of this stuff. That's why it's so important. So, 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 so important to hear the voice of God for yourself. I have been yeah. in situations where my parents, God love them, they, they felt like they had my best interest in heart, and genuinely they did. But They did not know the future that God had for me, and they were wanting me to make decisions that felt very premature for me. Um, And ultimately, they ended up being, but I had to know that I know that I know that I had heard from God and kind of go against the grain for a season to be able to make the best decision the God decision at a later time. And they later came around and were like, you know what? This is the better decision. But it was a season of, of resistance and and kind of contention because they felt that I should be doing something else. But I knew that I had heard from God. And
1: sometimes people are saying, I'm not saying that this makes it right, but a lot of times people are saying it out of, um, out of love for you, but also out of their own hurt. Or fear, and, and out of their own fear or regret or what have you. And they don't want you to experience what they went through, but not knowing that God has a whole nother plan, a whole nother thing that he's doing. And so you really do have to be sensitive um, to what God is saying. And here's the thing. Um, delay and, and waiting on God doesn't mean that you're in a hole somewhere not doing anything. Right? So there's a story in the Bible where the children of Israel they're in captivity and and there's a prophetic word that comes that says you're going to be in captivity for 70 years. But then he says this. He says he says, "But marry, like develop yourselves, build houses." Do all of these kinds of things because when you're coming out, I want you to come out with momentum. He says, pray for the prosperity of the city because when it prospers, you'll prosper. And sometimes while you're in a holding pattern, it doesn't mean that nothing is working. But sometimes the Lord wants you to work certain things um, while you're in that holding pattern before he releases you to do the ultimate thing that you are called to. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so there's another scripture that that was very surprising to me. I'm not trying to throw all kinds of scriptures at you Oh,
0: you're preaching tonight. But
1: uh, God says to the children of Israel, he says, listen, he was like, all of your enemies that are around you. He was like, I'm not going to drive them out right away because if I drive them out, you are not prepared to take care of the land that they're occupying. And so that land, that blessing will overtake you because you're not ready. But as you get ready, then I'll drive them out. So as you get ready, I'm going to drive out this enemy and you're going to take that land. Then as you grow and you're ready for the next, I'm going to drive that enemy out and you're going to take the next. And so sometimes your enemies, your haters are just holding the place, developing the land for you while you're getting yourself prepared. Because God loves us so much that He will not give us something that is going to overwhelm
0: us. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so so important um, to really spend hey, time with the Lord. Yeah, be spending time with the Lord while you uh, while you're waiting. I think that has been um, that has been an interesting part of the challenge for me because I don't always. Um, Like, I, I don't know, y'all. My personality is crazy. If I know that I'm waiting, like, I'm not going to keep asking about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I was that kid that's like, when your mom's like, wait, I wasn't like that. Can we go yet? Can we go yet? Can we? I wasn't like that person. I was like, just let me know. Just let me know when we're ready. You know what I mean? And there are some times when I really needed to spend time with the Lord and say, God, what do you want me to be doing with right. this time? Right. Because for me, not not doing that, are we there yet, are we there yet, that was um, me trying to manage my own expectations. I didn't want to get my my hopes up. I didn't want to excite myself or, over something that might be months off or a year off or years off. Um, and so I would do that. Prop- I don't even know if that's healthy, but that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You guys, this is my therapy, obviously. This is therapy. Obviously. Um <laughs> But, uh, I had to like learn and I'm still learning, like asking God, God, what do I do in this time? If it's not time yet, what are your priorities for my time? Because I, there's a lot of things that I, I could make up to do. I can fill my time well, but is it going to, is it going to be the thing that, um, you need for me? And is is it going to pay off? for me, you know, in the long run. Right. If you guys are just coming in the room, I see a few more people coming in. Hey, Miss
1: Renee! Come on in What's and up? hit
0: that share button. <laughs> you guys were talking about um, dealing with delay, delay and tonight. Waiting.
1: And the thing about it is waiting is not inactivity, yeah. right? But it's waiting like a waiter, you know? And so it's kind of like when a waiter comes to your... Um, To your table and says is there anything else I can do for you? Is there anything else you need is can I can I bring you a refill? Can I do these things? That's how we are waiting and the thing about it is Sometimes we're waiting on one thing But while we're waiting on that thing is because god is developing these other three things. That's true That's going to help in the future, right? And so some of you um, You know, sometimes you have to some of you are creators or creatives and so it's like, man, I don't have an outlet for my art or I don't have an outlet for my talent or whatever. But God's saying, Well, I need you to practice, I need you to work on your craft. I need you to do this. I need you to start writing that book. I need you to start doing that. Well, I don't know how to do this, God, and I don't have a publisher, and I don't have an I don't even know how to do it. you know, and he was like, just do this. Yeah. And so as you journey, you will begin to come into a place, another season where now there is resources there, but There are people that are ready to go now, but if you haven't developed your craft in the time of waiting, Mm -hmm. then now you're trying to develop something where you should be running. Right. Right. And so again, we have to look at, um, why are we being delayed? And sometimes it's God's gift to us to be delayed. Yeah. Sometimes we we have a mindset and a vision that by the time we step into some things, it's going to be obsolete. The methodology of it will be obsolete. But God has you waiting because he wants the technology to catch up with 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 your vision. He wants the right people. There are people being I feel that in my my spirit like there's God is raising up people to help you in your future. God is raising up folks, and so you feel like, man, God, you got me uh, in this holding pattern or whatever, but God's like, no, I need you to work on your craft because I am going to bring people that are loyal. I'm going to bring people that are skillful. I'm going to bring people that have the same vision, that are not afraid of the bigness of your vision. I'm going to bring people around you that won't be haters, but they will celebrate you. So I just need you to hold tight real quick because I am rallying around your team so that when it's time for you to step out you can run with momentum and success
0: yeah the other thing i would say too about that that. (laughs) hey hey thank you uh the other thing i would say too is and i was thinking about our journey even with this whole social media thing and the whole life with the lambs and all of that i was looking back at some videos we started doing life with the lambs in 2013 wow 2013 and so when I'm going through and I'm looking at the videos and setting up a YouTube page and all of those things I'm like it's easy to look at that and be like man for six years what have you guys been doing like you just been but the Lord kind of swooped in there and was like six years ago you didn't have all of the information but every year you've learned right six years ago um, you didn't even have all of the skill sets but As we have moved and as we have connected with people and as we have, you know, um, added relationships to us, we've also gained resources and and knowledge and education to be able to put it together. And I think sometimes even our vision of how something is supposed to come together. Right. Um, we, we have this, this, this time thing, like, Oh, it's gotta, it's gotta come together right now. It's gotta look just like this. It's gotta be uh, like all put together in a nice pretty little bow. but it's that is not really how life works.
1: I'm telling you. And it's, it's
0: not. And, and I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where that comes from in us that we can't give ourselves a break mm-hmm. and just realize that the Lord is a good shepherd. He promises to lead us and guide us into all truth. And he's not going to let us miss our window.
1: Right. And I am so glad the Bible says that goodness and mercy follows us all the days. And I love goodness, but I am so, I'm becoming so thankful for mercy. <laughs> and I- <laughs> Because even in 2013, it's so interesting. We were in Tulsa and in prayer, the Lord was like, stop worrying about, um, The way you've been doing ministry and all this kind of stuff, you need to be doing movies and film and more books and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, what? I'm like, I just need a mic and I need a crowd. Let me just do. And if I had my way, I would have been stuck. And to be honest, like, I'm not even trying to say I passed with flying colors, guys. Like, I went into this mini depression because I'm like god like this is what I'm good at this is what and he's like no like I need you to do something else I need you to learn other skill sets and I'm like I don't know how to do this and I was intimidated by it or whatever I the funny thing was I wanted to do it but I was intimidated by it and I thought well maybe I can do it as a hobby while I'm doing the thing that I'm good at, right? Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to just embrace it, not knowing, look, everybody's on video now. Everybody's doing film. Everybody's doing Facebook Live. Everyone's doing all these things. And the Lord was trying to get us ahead of the curve, you know, even back then, but he waited patiently for us. However, he would not allow us to do a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. You know, he was like, do this. Why? Because he loves us. He's like, listen, this is going to help you in the, fu- in the future. Not only is it going to help you, but it's going to help those that you are ministering to. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, some of you may, you know, there's dreams on the inside. There's things that you want to do. There's things that you um, have giftings for, calling for, talent for, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. But God is wanting to show you how to do it with a different methodology, or maybe in a different type of packaging or or what have you and like it feels awkward it feels like I can't do. I don't know if I can do this I just say yes and I'm telling you the doors will open the resources will open when we finally said yes like new cameras showed up lights showed up new computers showed up like everything that we needed to get the job done began to show up and so it's about saying yes so we were talk, we've been talking about delay, and the question is, is it a God delay? Like, is he delaying you to equip you, to empower you, to increase you, to resource you? Mm-hmm. Or are you delaying the process because you can't see it another way? Or, I hate to say it this way, you're fighting God on what he's trying to do in your future. Well, I can
0: say this about all? the... Fighting God I remember being in a season where um, the Lord was really like he was encouraging me to do some things that required discipline and I was not disciplined I wasn't and even today like I still fight to be disciplined um, in certain areas of my life and I remember the Lord saying to me one day he was like Candace, Discipline doesn't come any other way. Like like what I'm telling you to do is only going to come the way that I'm telling you to do it. You can't backdoor your way into this blessing. You can't backdoor your way into this obedience. Like you gotta do it how I'm telling you to do it, because that's where the provision is yes. for you. Like that's where the open doors are. It, you know what I mean? Like the Bible says that the the that the Lord opens doors that no man can shut. He doesn't say that he leaves all doors open for you, for I you see. to to walk through, you know what I mean, to get the blessing that you feel like you deserve. He doesn't.
1: And obedience is the currency for, or is the key that unlocks that door. Right. You know what I mean? And the, the Bible said it's more blessed. Uh, obedience is better than sacrifice. And when we disobey, there is always some type of sacrifice, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's relation, whether it's a combination or what have you. Like, guys, listen to this. Like, like, obey. Because he knows all the variables. He knows where the resources are. He knows where he's taking you. And he knows how to get you there with class and with abundance. But sometimes we're crawling into our next season.
0: And he knows how to get us there with dignity.
1: Exactly. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Sometimes oh
0: we be arriving all busted and disgusting. <laughs> Sweet half naked, like, oh I mean? like I just need start, a cup of water. We started off with three wheels, but we get there with th- I mean we start off with four wheels, but we get there with three and some holes in our pantyhose or something. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> like the Lord knows how to get us there with dignity. And I think um it's so important for us to know, like to obey what the Lord is saying to us. Right. Um, and now I'm going to be a little bit controversial because I feel like there is a sense sometimes within our faith community that obedience is just conforming to our community of faith. Mm. And as long as we're doing what we're seeing everybody else doing, that's obedience. But when it comes to pursuing destiny, you got to have a customized word. you got to know what the Lord is saying to you. And sometimes that may look like you doing something different than what your faith community Something different than what your faith community is doing, which is hard. Right. Which is hard. Um, There have been times where Jonathan and I, like, we have done things that people, we have gone left when people expected for us to go right. And this is all within the context of faith, our faith community. And I'm telling you, people, they get riled up. They feel like, you know, they feel, they feel in some kind of way. And you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to be a jerk intentionally. But there are sometimes, and I'm gonna say, oftentimes, when the Lord calls you to a place of obedience, it's gonna ultimately rub somebody the wrong way. Heck Everybody's yeah. not gonna be on board with it, and um, you just kind of gotta gird your loins and, <laughs> and and walk and walk on the, you know, what yeah, walk on find ladder.
1: find some folks that are willing to walk with you, you know, and support you or what have you. But the interesting thing is, is that God will never let you be made ashamed of Thank God. because Thank God. even when we've gone left and we've come back, we've brought something back that the community that didn't want us to go or wanted us to go in a different direction now begins to benefit from.
0: And I want to clarify, we went left and we came back because ultimately the Lord, he didn't, he didn't design for us to go in an opposite direction and leave everybody behind. Right? He, his direction for us was like a almost like we're going to circle back right. after after this little detour right. of destiny. We're going to circle back and we're going to get back in step right. with everybody. Um, you know what I mean mm-hmm. for another season, and then right. you know after a bit we would go off yeah. again and do something else. And that's our
1: journey. You know what I mean. Right. But right. but you guys all have your own journey. But the Lord will journey with you. But the thing about it is is that you've got to be in step with Him. And he knows how to, and I don't want to make it seem like, man, you just got to follow. You got to follow because the Lord knows how to lead us better than we know how to follow him. And so sometimes, however, he knows how to get us to follow. But like he ultimately, he wants us to hear his voice and follow. But when we don't, then pain shows up and, and all kinds of stuff shows up or whatever. And it begins to steer us to where we need to be, um, But yeah, but know that your journey, God has ordained it and he causes all things. The Bible says that he will cause all things to work together for our good um, to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so if you're called according to his purpose, he's going to make these things work. And so I'm not here to tell you just disobey and he'll just bring you back. You might go through hell and high water and and end up in a fish and end up in a... (laughs) Crack out. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> wait a minute. But you sometimes we, we get to the brink of death. We don't always want to have to get to the place where we're in the pig pen and say, Okay, my dad's servants are eating better than me. I'll go back. You know what I mean? But like hear God, learn from your mistakes, learn from from the goodness of God and the mercy of God. Learn from all of those things and follow him. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth.
0: Amen. So, what time is it?
1: Mm -hmm. You've been on for like 47 minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Mm -hmm.
0: So, I would say, um, overall, in this journey of of delay, um, if I were to look back at everything, I would say, sometimes God is delaying us, and sometimes that feeling that we're feeling is really just us reaching a place of metamorphosis, and it is time for change. And we're like clawing at the door, clawing mm-hmm. at the door, clawing at the door. Because um, we feel like we're we're at that point. But um, I just want to encourage you again that the Lord is not going to let you miss your window. Come on. He's yeah. not going to let you miss your window. And if we're honest, the dreams and desires that we have in our heart, we did not generate ourselves. He placed those dreams and those desires in our heart. So he desires for us to walk in those places mm-hmm. more than we desire to walk into those places. And um, I think it takes a maturing Mm -hmm. of our view of our relationship with Mm God. Um, I think coming up, I used to feel like God was like a parent who would keep me out of these things when I really wanted to. And, or he was like a disciplinarian kind Mm -hmm. of kind of thing but now in my walk with the lord i am learning to see him as a co-laborer he's not trying to keep me out of something to keep me out of something for keeping me out of something's sake he is wanting to to bring me into a place but he cares so much about our success that he will not open the door until we you know what i mean until he can assure that we are going to that we are prepared for the next place
1: dude it's so true And, like, I just want to say, and this is going to sound very elementary, but, like, God loves you. Like, he he really is cheering you on. Like, dude, like, what I have for you is so dope and so crazy. Like, just trust me. Just wait a little bit longer. And I want to encourage you to know that, like, you got to be solidified in that. And so, and I'm not saying this because there comes a time where God gives you the green light. And the wait is over, and he's like, let's go. And if we're not careful, we've been so stuck in that mindset of waiting that we don't even know how to run. We don't know how to move forward. And so it's not this, oh, just wait, just wait. No, like he's getting you ready, and the wait is not going to be as long as what you may anticipate. And sometimes I want to – I also felt this in my heart. Like sometimes you have friends or peers, classmates, Um, around you and it's like it seems like they are just flying by like they're flying by you they're doing life and they're they're taking pictures and they're doing all kinds of stuff you like what in the world and you're like am i doing something wrong you know what i mean but no like god has a timing for you and so if you i would encourage you to read the story of joseph um he had a dream from the very beginning. He was the favored one from the very beginning. And he like, he's like, y'all gonna bow down to me. Like it's gonna be dope. And God's showing me this and all this kind of stuff. And then for the next 13 years, he's stuck. For the next 13 years, he's working without pay. For the next 13 years, he's working for food, basically. He's working just to stay alive. And then he gets lied on. Then he's in a prison and and he begins to flourish there. But he's still in prison, guys. Like, he's stuck. But that whole process is preparing him for the palace. That whole process is preparing him to save his family and then save the generation and to save like, you don't know what's on the inside of you. You don't know what God has destined for you. You don't know what kind of disaster that God is going to use you to bring solution to. And so I just want to encourage you, like stay in the fight. Don't don't keep looking at everybody else that seems like, oh, man, they're loving life, they're living life, all this kind of stuff. In a 24-hour period, his whole life changed where now he was literally running one of the greatest nations, one of the most innovative nations in the world to this day.
0: Let me be transparent for a second on that Joseph tip, okay? Because um, you guys, I am still growing with the Lord. <laughs> But let me tell you something, Price okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. Had I have been Joseph in those situations, let me tell you this immature part of me everybody and how would've it would have, rock- <laughs> how it would have arisen. <laughs> I would have been like, "Bro, you got me up here in this prison and now you want me to be the whatever for everybody in the prison? Like do your own work." Yeah, you have me as a slave in the palace and you want to make me your number 2? Like you you basically want to pimp my skills but leave me as a prisoner. Everywhere he was, he was like a prisoner, right? He was a slave. But how many of us do that? Feel like the Lord get dude. Nah. <laughs> Now I'm feeling it. With, now I'm feeling it. How this is many life of us, with a
1: lamb hey, for real, No, guys. seriously.
0: How many, of us <laughs> like, how many of us feel like, how many of us feel like the Lord's like, I'm going to take you to this spot. And along the way, you have to serve as number two, or along the way you have to serve as number three, or you have to serve as number four, or you have to serve as number five. And you're like, but I have the chops to be number one. Matter of fact, God told me I'm going to be number one. And you kind of want to be like, um, look at that number one. Look what he doing. Look what he ain't doing. Look at this. Look at this. I could do that. Uh, Look at this. It's falling down all around them. Oh, if they could only do this or that or this or that or whatever, whatever. And you halfway want to do the job that you are given to do. But Joseph took that job and he worked that thing. You know what I mean? And he didn't despise that. Right. And I think sometimes that scripture, don't despise the day of small beginnings. I always understood that and perceived that to be, don't despise the day of small beginnings on your terms. But the fact of the matter is, sometimes your small beginning is on somebody else's terms and you, you can't despise that either.
1: Absolutely. And those things... Now I'm
0: preaching. (laughs) Somebody hit the like button.
1: (laughs) Those things, while God is delaying you, will also cause more delay because of a wrong attitude, because of a wrong mindset, because... Because you feel some kind of way. Because once he puts you in that place of power, now you're going to kill everybody that's underneath you. Now you're trying to make up for all the 13 years of where you were struggling. And now you're putting hardship on people that you were supposed to feed and bring to a place of health. And a lot of times, we God is trying to work out our own unresolved issues, our ego, our, you know, our, our chip on our shoulder, our all of these things, and sometimes he wants to bring us to the table, but he can't bring us there yet because we don't know how to deal with um, people that are jerks. We don't know how to deal with people that that are um, opinionated, people that are out of order, but they have the they have the office, they have the. They have the title, they have the the position and God's wanting to make a, a great exchange, but we can't even get to the table for, for telling them where they can go and how they can go and all that kind of stuff. And God's even like, even
0: if they're not jerks, people who just operate in their leadership role differently. Than yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? So there's all of these reasons why, because we have to be, we have to know that we are on God's agenda We have to know that there's a bigger plan in place. And if we can just get to the place where we hook up with God's plan and stop worrying that he's not going to feed us. Stop worrying that we're not going to be able to drive something nice. Stop worrying that we're not going to have a place to live. All of those things, like that scripture. I used to think that that scripture was so silly. Like, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about like, if I take care of the sparrows, I'm going to take care of you. I'm like, of course, God. But then you get older, and you're like, wait a minute.
0: Wait a tick. It's time
1: for an upgrade. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time for wait an overhaul. Like, like you told me not to, not not to worry. But yo, I. I wanna wear a name brand, something. I yeah. wanna you know what I mean? Like I I think I deserve this or deserve that and God's like, I'm going to take care of you.
0: I used to feel like, wait a minute, what is this? What is this actually this you taking care of me? Is this like welfare? Is this like heavenly welfare? Heavenly
1: government shoes. <laughs>
0: You know, because I'm it like, won't melt. my friends, <laughs> my friends are doing some big things. Like, my friends, they doing this and that and this and that. And here I am. And I'm like, I feel like I'm praying with my fingers crossed. Like, Lord, um, can you keep the lights on kind of thing? Dude. And, um, but, you know, God... I,
1: I remember hearing a, a message from Bishop T.D. Jakes. And it was called Yet. Y-E-T. Yet. And he was talking about how that little word just opens the doors to other things. And so he said that when he was in West Virginia, he was pastoring. It was his 10th year anniversary, um, pastoral anniversary. He had been like, you know, picking the saints up for church, driving them around, cooking for them, all this kind of stuff. And it was his anniversary. He had a guest speaker coming and, um, and they were going to bring, they were bringing their church. And so he said that the people that he pastored didn't even stay for his anniversary he didn't even have enough people to greet the guests that were coming Ouch. and so he got to the place he was like god like i'm done like if this is what it's going to be i am finished and he says what would have happened if he would have gave up in that moment what would have happened if he would have said you know what I'm going to do something else because this obviously is not working. I've been preaching for years. I've been preaching for decades. I've been pastoring this church for for a long time. No one appreciates me, like all this kind of stuff. And God's like, don't give up yet. And so we look at him now with like this mega church. He's kind of the pastor of all pastors. He's doing movies. He's doing business. He's doing all of these kind of things, not knowing. I mean, when you look at Bishop Jake's back in the day with his jerry curl and all that kind of stuff, like you don't, you would have never thought that all of what we see now was in him. Right. But it's like, it's yet. And you don't know all that's on the inside of you. You don't know all that's on the inside of what God wants to do. And, and we even, we make progress and we're doors are opening and, and all of that kind of stuff. If you're in the Chicago area, you got to go see my boy Ozzy at Carnival, one of the greatest restaurants, um, in, in Chicago with the greatest manager in Chicago. I can say that for sure. Super And so, yeah, it's off the chain, but I'm saying like, um, we're going to have Ozzy, if he'll agree to it, have him on the on the show one time just to talk about his journey and about how like God has placed him in all these different places and he's doing amazing things, right? But you don't know what's on the inside of you and where God is going to take you and who he's going to bring you in front of. And so just hold on guys.
0: And the other interesting thing about that story, the other interesting (laughs) thing about that story with TD Jakes is when you are in what seems like the low times or the waiting periods and you feel like you're not getting the response or the embrace that you anticipated from your community a lot of times god is not talking to you about the wrong that you feel like is being done to you Mm -hmm. most of the time he's talking to you about you right or he's talking to you about the promise. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can feel so frustrating because you're wanting God to talk about the headliners. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to bless me. But did you see? Right. <laughs> did you hear what they did? Did you see what they did? Did you whatever whatever and you're wanting like I can speak for myself. There are times that I'm like, God, thank you for thank you for encouraging me about my future, but can we talk about today? Right. Can you talk to me about today and what you're going to do about them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, God is faithful. God is faithful. Yeah. And I think sometimes he does that to just adjust our focus. He's mm-hmm. like, just keep, it's, it's almost like those people who, um, you see those exercises when they're blindfolded and the Lord's like, just follow my voice. Trustful. Just yeah. follow my voice And I'm not going to lead you astray. There's going to be a lot of things that you're going to hear. And with your eyes blindfolded, you may bump into a few things, but just follow the sound of my voice and you are going to get where I'm taking you. Absolutely. So we,
1: yeah, we, um, we hope that this gave you guys some value. Yeah. Like this conversation was valuable or what have you. If it was hit the like button for us, um, share, and connect with us but i just want to say this that the bible says that eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things the good things that god has prepared for you and i'm telling you this season 2019 you're not as we as we settle in and we really get connected with god your wait is not going to be long yes Your wait is not going to be long. I believe that God is releasing things and getting ready to release things into your hand. But we all know the areas where we need to allow God to work on us. The areas where our attitude could sabotage the whole thing. Our areas where where certain things in us, certain relationships, certain connections. not spending time with God, all of those things can actually sabotage the whole deal and cause us to have to wait another season. And so my prayer for you is that you would be encouraged and you would plug in and that obedience would be your priority um, and enjoy the time that you're in. Enjoy the season that you're in because you are not delayed for delayed sake. You're being delayed so that God can take you to the great places that he has for you and to do the great things in you and for the for the generations that are coming behind you
0: absolutely i second that so um we are about to sign off but before we do we want to um tell you guys if you have a topic that you want us to discuss or if you all need prayer for a specific thing we want to stand with you all um can you switch that um that graphic to show the um
1: that ain't it
0: Okay, yeah. Um, if you all need prayer and you want us to stand in faith with you guys, email your prayer requests to us at uh, lifewiththelambs at gmail.com. Uh, we did it that way, so if you had a private prayer request, you wouldn't have to leave it in the comments. Uh, you are more more than welcome to leave your prayer requests in the comments if they're public and you don't mind them being seen. But if there's something that you want us to stand in faith for, um, that is private email us at lifewiththelams.com or if you have a topic that you want us to discuss we're happy to. We've got some doozies already that um, we're planning for future yes,
1: shows. Yeah. So, and and we promise like we're not just putting this up because it's the right thing to do or whatever. Like we will pray. <laughs> we will mention you by name. And so we're going to if you're watching this um, as a replay or a rebroadcast or whatever engage with us. Cause we're going to go back through the comments. We're going to see what people are saying. And, um, and we are going to be there. Like, this is the point. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Um, we're hoping that out of these conversations, um, that you will be inspired. You'll be equipped and empowered to do the very thing that God has called you to do. And so take these nuggets, let's continue the conversation throughout the week or whatever. Um, we're going to be having some other videos and things that we're going to put up, but, um, but our goal is to see you ultimately reign in life. Um, and wherever you are in your journey, you may already, you may already be reigning, but there's always another level. There's always another space. And so um, we appreciate you guys. Stay connected with us. And uh, anything you want to say?
0: Have a great week. We'll see you guys next week. All
1: right. Thanks for joining Life with the Lambs. We Peace. appreciate y'all. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share with a friend. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact us at lifewiththelambs at gmail.com.